where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to the fold. What's up, guys, and welcome to Truth with Tara. Today's podcast episode is This Means War, part two. I'm getting into how I got my groove back from last week, and I'm finishing up this really, really important story that you need to hear in order to apply this to your life in any difficult area you find yourself in right now. It may seem impossible, but it's not, and I need you to hear my story to prove to you that it is not in your life as well. Here's part two of This Means War. thought in my mind, maybe my appendix ruptured, maybe my gallbladder exploded. I don't know, but whatever it was, I didn't know that it was possible to feel pain like that while remaining conscious and alive. And guys, let me just give you a little context. I was in labor for five days on Pitocin with no painkillers. Five days, a work week, okay? So like my threshold for pain, it's up there, you know? Like I'm not a little sissy Nancy, okay? Never felt a pain like this in my life. In fact, I would have welcomed labor. I would have welcomed the gallbladder pain that sent me to the ER back a few months ago. All of that would have been a gift compared to what I felt. I somehow make it downstairs because I knew my door was locked and the ambulance was on its way. But before I got to the front door, I went into my son's room and I kissed him for what I thought was the last time. He was sleeping, and I told him, Jaden, mommy loves you more than anything in this world. And I kissed him for what I thought was the last time, and I looked upon his little face sleeping for what I thought was the last time. And I walked out of his room, and I unlocked that door, and the next thing I remember was the ambulance finding me on the floor. Three shots of morphine later, fentanyl and multiple doses of other painkillers that really didn't even touch it. Later, I'm finally to a place where at least I didn't care as much about being in pain, right? I'm in the hospital for three days. I'm treated like a pincushion. And all the while, the only thing I could think about once I kind of came to consciousness again was, dang it, my snake video. Like, oh, why can't I catch a break? I cannot move this needle forward. Like every time I start to be myself again, every time I start to remember who I am and what I am supposed to be doing, I am knocked down. And, and you can hear the anger in my voice because this does mean war. I am pissed. I am so mad and I am so over this. And, and as I'm laying getting one of these scans done in the hospital. And, and I'm just writhing in pain and so upset that I am stuck in this place again. The Holy Spirit came to me and he gave me three affirmations. And then he gave me a vision and it was this, I am healed. I am blessed. And my future is bright. And I just started to repeat that over myself over and over during this scan that I had to stay really still for in my mind and in my mouth. I was saying these words and God gave me this vision as I was saying it over and over about the 10th time. And there's this beautiful, I'm going to explain the vision in a second, but in order to explain it, you have to know there's this beautiful like meme about Jesus and this little girl. And this little girl is holding a teddy bear that's very small behind her back. And Jesus is kneeling down in front of her and he's got a huge teddy bear behind his back. 
And there's a caption that says, but I love it, God, says the little girl. And Jesus is holding out his hand, asking the little girl to give her the small teddy bear. And he's holding the big teddy bear behind his back with one hand. And Jesus says, just trust me. Just trust me. Because he had something bigger and better. And she didn't want to give up the thing because she didn't know on the other side there was something bigger and something better. And so as I'm repeating these things over and over in my in my mind and in my mouth during the scan in the hospital, not understanding really if I'm even going to survive because at this point I still don't know what's going on and nobody else does. I'm saying these things and I get this vision of when I say my future is bright, these blue skies in my mind. But while I'm seeing the blue skies, there is this gray, these gray, dark, thick clouds that are trying so hard to cover up all the blue. And just as they're about to cover up all the blue and my spirit starts to sink and I get this horrible feeling within me, Jesus, like a comet, pierces through the blue and the gray and shoots down to me where I am on these stone steps. and. He comes to me with this teddy bear and, and I don't even have one in, on my, behind my back. And I knew in the vision that I had already given it up. Like I already knew that there was this knowing that I don't have a bear because I already gave him my bear and he's coming down to me on these steps with this teddy bear and he gives me the teddy bear and I wanted to go with him. And so I took the teddy bear and as Jesus is stepping up the steps, going back to where he came, I try to follow him. And he looked behind me with a very sweet smile on his face. And he said, no, you've still got a lot to do, but I'll see you soon. So I stayed and up he went. And in that moment, I knew I wasn't going anywhere. I'm not dying. I'm being attacked. I'm being physically attacked. And, and, and this is a spiritual thing, but I'm being physically attacked because it's no coincidence both times that I ended up in the ER. I wasn't in a place of frenzy. I was in a place of rest. One time I was dead asleep. The other time I was getting into bed. I wasn't stressed. I, I wasn't overwhelmed in those moments. I was fine. This is a spiritual attack on my physical body. And I'm, I'm saying it right now. And so guys, you, you need to know if you're within earshot of my voice, if you have a calling that's important and all callings are, by the way, And if you've said yes, if you've thrown yourself into it and you then are experiencing extreme opposition, and I'm talking opposition that makes no sense, opposition that is hard and makes it almost impossible for you to push through, opposition that makes you mad and sad and despondent and weary all at the same time, I am telling you right now, it's time to claim it for what it is. God reminded me this time after I got out of the hospital of Job. And let me tell you, I am nowhere near the troubles of Job and I hope to never be, right? I have a blessed life. I love my life. However, I remember, and this keeps swirling in my head, this notion of, hey, you know, <laughs> Job wasn't wasn't dead, right? But God said, do anything you want to him, but just don't take his life. And sometimes the enemy, he comes and he tries to mess with your life. But if you're a really strong-willed, executional-style person like I am, there's a lot of, of troubles that you can endure and still push through. And so sometimes, and in my case, I believe this time, he's messing with my physical body. It's manifesting in physical form, and that has kept me down. But today on this podcast, I, I I pray to the Lord, but I want you to know I also speak to that jerk enemy. And I am telling you what I told him. And that's this. Hey, loser, 
Prince of Darkness, you who the battle is lost, you have been weighed, you have been measured, you have been found wanting, and I need you to know in front of God and in front of anybody who's listening to me right now, you lose, I win. And I'm claiming health and healing over my body right now. I'm claiming that you don't have any authority over my productivity, over my calling, or over anything in my life. I want you to know that you lose. There's a song called I Will Rise, and I I love it because um, it's a Bethel song if you guys want to look it up. And there's a bridge. And, and man, I shout this in my car with everything that I have till sometimes my voice is hoarse. It says, the enemy thought he had me. But Jesus said, you are mine. And she repeats that. And man, you know, she sings mad. This girl, Christine, um, Kristen DeMarco, she sings like I sing sometimes. She sings mad. She works hurt, you can tell. And, and I sing that mad. I sing that to the devil. I sing that to the enemy. And I say, you know what? Screw you. Come at me, bro, because I'm protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. And you can only come so far. This means war. You're not taking away the calling that I had. You are not slowing it down. You're not quenching my spirit. You're not debilitating me and making me despondent another single day. I don't care if I have to crawl to the finish line to get this done. I'm a GSD and pardon my French, but I'm a get shit done girl. Okay. And you're not going to stop me another day. I'm mad about it, guys. I'm pissed about it. And I'm not allowing it to happen anymore, not one more day. Now, I want you to know this on the podcast because you need to be encouraged. And I know that there are areas in your life where you've given up hope. You have just resigned yourself to the fact that this is just the way it is. I could too. I've been in this for half a year. I could say, well, I guess this is just how my body operates now. I get lightheaded if my heart gets raised and I get dizzy and sometimes I pass out and, you know, I'm, I'm sometimes exhausted and my head hurts all the time. And no, 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 that is not your portion. I'm God's girl. I'm his warrior princess. And my portion is not to live a life in my physical body that is feeble. I don't identify with it. I don't comfort it. I confront it. And I want you to know you, you are called to confront those giants in your life too, because here's the thing. When you call it out, it's actually not a giant at all. You've just been looking at it through a magnifying glass of pain. You've been looking at it through a magnifying glass of familiarity, and you've been looking at it through a magnifying glass of complacency, and you've started to identify with it. Get mad at it. You know, when I got hurt when I was a kid, my dad didn't really comfort me all that much. My mom did. My dad, on the other hand, would look at me and be like, hey, dirty dog that thing. (laughs) Get mad at it. Get mad at it. Growl at it. You're bigger than that. And as much as I love my mom's comfort, I always cried longer when she would comfort me when I got hurt. When my dad told me to get mad at it, I I didn't comfort myself. I conquered myself. And I think it's time, we as Christians, we who have high callings, we who are game changers and world dominators for the kingdom, I think it's time that we rise up and we conquer that which we think and feel has been conquering us. Because just like Job, God allows the enemy to move, but only so far, only so far. And I know, and I'm telling this to you because I have told it to myself and I've told it to that loser enemy. You have gone far enough. You're not taking one more step towards me. 
It stops here. It ends now. This means war. And you lose. You lose. So guys, you're my accountability partners. You know now. You know. You know what I'm called to. You know what I'm doing. If you don't see me doing it, hey, hit me up. Shout me out. Because what this thing is in the music industry, I believe there's a reason the enemy got cast out of heaven and he was the worship leader of heaven. It's been too many years, too many decades, too long has he ruled over this area and it permeates through every single facet of our lives. Music is everywhere. And if he can win that, man, he's he's got a real good foothold and stronghold. And I, I'm kicking down that hornet's nest. I don't care if it's single-handed. I don't care if like Joan of Arc, I end up martyred at the end of the day. Hey, I'm in heaven. Don't cry for me. Cry for yourself down here. I want you to know that I'm serious about it. And if you don't see me moving the needle on it, I give you full permission to find whatever means necessary you can to contact me, email me, YouTube me, DM me on Instagram. You shout me out and you hold me accountable because mark my words, this means war. Thanks so much for listening to Truth with Tara. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future podcast episodes, don't hesitate to email info at tarasimonstudios.com. Yeah, I know that you don't got